beast. Good morning, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to The Dose. Happy Dose. Thursday. Today's the day of fire. If you're not already RSVP'd, we'll see you hopefully uh, at 4 o'clock this afternoon at Maggiano's. For a tremendous panel, Females in Real Estate. Great day yesterday, workshop Wednesday, cruising right through the week. Jeremy Clevin here, the magic man. I'm going to point at him. By my side, Mark Hutchins. Bobby's going to give him a fist bump. Yeah. We got the beast behind the glass, Mr. Pyron Filson. Mm-hmm. Back in studio, Bobby Lieb. Woo! Eric Kilstrom. Gentlemen, fist, fist bumps, bumps all around. around. Yeah, I like it. I love it. Yes, that's no, it's good stuff. <laughs> Through the glass, Byron. We like when the energy is good. That's how we f- we feed off of it. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. So when Mark very rudely cut me off yesterday, <laughs> uh, I just like he does uh, that a lot. You know, I, I got to be Captain Hook. I have to, you know, time, time, time task. You know, for those that don't didn't listen to yesterday, you know, go back and listen to this episode. You can always go back on SoundCloud.com, you know, put in, you know, my home group, Daily Dose, Bobby Lieb in this case, and listen to, you know, these episodes. But you had a whole bunch of nuggets yesterday of things that I wanted to kind of, you know, grasp onto. But one of the things that always resonates with us is the word, you know, persistence. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're being relentless. Um, you're, you know, you are essentially a one-man band. I mean, you have, you don't have a team. You don't have 20 agents out there, you know, help helping your numbers look bigger than they really are, right? I mean, you are really a one-man band that's an absolute killer, you know, in the best possible sense of the word. So I'm always curious, without kind of turning back the clock and talking about year one, year two, you know, what are you doing right now today that is uncomfortable or that you don't like doing necessarily? You know, I I think part of it, if I had to say one thing, is um, knowing... I typically have about 45, 50 listings. And with that, I have some sellers that like me because they're housed in escrow. And I have some sellers that uh, were not selling their homes. And I think probably the hardest thing, this is one thing that I will discuss with with, uh, agents when I go on meetings, is answer your phone. So uh, obviously, I love positive feedback. And thank you very much for, for the compliment. But sometimes when you answer your phone, it's not a happy seller or right. not a happy buyer on the phone. But there's, and Eric knows because he's been dealing with me for a long time. I always answer my phone. And it's remarkable. I've heard that even, about it. Even with caller ID. Now, yeah. sometimes people trick me <laughs> even and they have, you know, ID. they don't tell you who they are. But I always answer. First of all, I'm hoping it's a sign call yeah. or it's a buyer call. Uh, when it's not and it's a seller pissed off at you, it's the real world. Yeah. And I think so, to calm them down, uh, obviously, they're excited, and, and some of them they really can't move until you sell the house. But you just got to take those calls, and you got to try to work it out. You're not going to make them always happy, and you know, especially when you say, "Look, your your house is priced too high," or whatever. The, the but I'm honest with them, and um, I think that not doesn't always win, but it calms it down. It may buy me a week or two before they get mad at me again. But at least they're appreciative that I do answer the phone and, and calm them down at least. And they're going, wow. So Great that to me probably is the hardest thing I do because you, you come home, you're like, oh, my God, the person just yelled at me. But if you're in this business long enough, I hate to say you get used to, but you do. But you have to face it. And that's yeah, probably the, yeah. the hardest thing I do. It is yeah, part of it. it. I mean, and again, you're not going to tell people what they want to hear every Absolutely time. Absolutely not. But it goes so much further to answer the phone and have the discussion and tell them what's really is going on versus what happens when you don't answer. People get more irate. 
they, right? they, they start to wonder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, their mind starts to race. They start thinking the worst. Right. Bobby's laying on the beach. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you, can see my, you can see my white body. I haven't yeah. been on the beach very long. Well, well Jeremy and I always say it's just, you know, it's the rip the bandaid off call. Yeah. Just yeah. you got to do it. It's the bad news call or the great news call. You have to do it. Well, and if, if you don't or answer the, the phone. Answer. <laughs> yeah, sorry. When you don't answer the phone, they think you're hiding from them. Right. And, and my thing is, I'm not hiding from you. It pretty much is what I told you it was going to be when you listed it where you did. Because obviously we all know sellers want the most money they possibly can. And they look at Zillow or some of the other uh, sites on there or other, their neighbors tell them it's worth X. And, you know, when you go on the appointments, you say, look, here's where the price really needs to be, but let's reduce it in a few weeks if the feedback, and they always forget that. Right. So, you know, but I think answering the phone probably is the hardest thing you do but also can have the best benefits and rewards. We love to talk a lot about, you know, the psychology of sales and, and planting seeds with buyers and sellers and kind of portraying the picture or portraying of what it's going to be like in the future and what to expect. So do you, do you concentrate much on those? Do you, con do you concentrate on those planting the seeds or in this particular situation, you get an irate seller, the why isn't my home selling? And you say, hey, look, you know, in the back of your mind thinking, I told you day one, we're 50 grand too high. You know, are are there anything you do along those lines to kind of? Yeah, I think what I what I I tell you what's a a, a good it, it, you bring comps with depending how long it's been in the market. I do, but you don't want to rub it in that I told you the price sure. need to be where it's at, right? Because unfortunately, all of us that are realtors know that ten other realtors are telling them the same number. So in their mindset, and if they're looking at the the social media sites, they're all telling them that you know that's worth X and. So, I mean, the reality is because I'm in a particular area, I have a little bit more strength to be able to say, look, guys, I just sold a house of dental code yours down the street. Here's where it needs to be. Uh, but I do, again, I try to tell them initially, here's where, you know, the, the number needs to be. Uh, I'll tell you a good source for me is I, I do a lot with the Cronford Report. Yep. I'm putting a plug uh, in. We and, plug and, it all the time. And, Great plug. Yeah, and, and Mike Orr is now in, in back in England, but... Actually, Tina spoke at my my group the other day. She's to awesome. me, subscribing to that gives you a third party endorsement. So it's not you telling the seller that here's what I think, here's what the real market number says, and these are the the best. These are the people that they and their numbers are local. You know, you get some of the other without saying their name. They're out of state. They're telling you here's what the Phoenix numbers are. How can they tell you the numbers right. are? And they're out of state. Yeah, so for me, yeah. having the Crawford Report, which is published locally, and let's say it's a luxury house in central Phoenix where I sell a lot of, here's saying, here's the prices that the market's down 7% or whatever. So that helps assure them that I'm not just making this up. This is the best you know resource, I think, out there to kind of reinforce that I'm being honest with them and not just making something up to, to get the price down. We're huge advocates of the Cromford yeah. Report. I mean, for it's, agents out there, it's one of the best tools they can to possibly have. have. Yeah. Uh, I mean, helps with listing presentations, helps in the the situation of, you know, a price reduction or any other kind of data, things that are going on. Huge tool in the arsenal. You know, absolutely love it. So I want to talk about, and again, it's it's hard, you know, to, I don't want to switch this gear too much, but it's going a little bit backwards. It's your show, so but, you can uh, do it. Yeah, Mark, well, do it every day. Uh, yeah. you want, Mark. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, I would just do it tomorrow, Mark. Yeah. Are you giving us the hand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What I'll do is I'll plant the seed for tomorrow. How about okay. that? But I want to talk about, because you are such a presence in, in Central Phoenix. I mean, North Central Phoenix, right? I mean, it's, 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 it's almost, uh, it's just amazing. I mean, when you go there, it feels as if, you're the brand. You're the person. It's it's you there. You are the person that's built this. So, um, you know, as an agent getting the business, why would you not want to start d 
doing that. And we discussed offline a little bit about some of the other folks out there that have done the same thing, let's right. say in Paradise Valley, and we can touch on who they are. But maybe, can we talk about that tomorrow on just how you built, how you started as an agent, you know, you said 25 years ago, building such a uh, reputable, trusted brand in your area with your and name. And how do you continue, so, and, and continue to dominate it, right? Sure. Because I mean, as homes as homes turn over and as they sell and it's second, third, fourth generation in, the, in your community, so to speak, you're continuing to dominate the marketplace. Yes. So how do you do that too? So And guys, tonight, don't forget Females in Real Estate, the FIRE event, Real Estate Survival Guide. Magianos from 4 to 6 p.m. Don't miss out. It's going to be a great event. Mark's going to be moderating. I, I Yes, I will be. Yes, after I a few will. whiskeys, yes. hopefully. <laughs> to calm, you know, I have to you know, calm me down. Do you now. look better after a couple whiskeys? I hope. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he does. Or she <laughs> does. Yeah. For, uh, to me, he does. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I definitely have a face for radio or podcasts. Um, and thanks to VIP Mortgage, Eric Kellstrom. Thank you. He was quiet today. We'll bring you in tomorrow. Yeah, I'll pull you in a little bit, you know. Sorry. You're the sidekick, I guess, today. It's okay, though. Batman, Robin, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, to uh, Alliance Property Inspections and the Bug Warrior for all your pest control needs. Guys, see you tonight. See you tomorrow. See you. Bye. <laughs>